0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Oh, we are in the festive spirit on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment, everything Day. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. He'll be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts is filling in. Hope it's your season, Halls. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your 3 at 1203.
2: Give me 3. You got it. It's the 3. I'll need 3 things at 1203. 3. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about 3 things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. The three
0: at 1203. These are the three things you need to hear to get about your day. And number three is last night, the Miss Universe pageant was on. And um, Miss Thailand, well, she wasn't clear on Steve Harvey's actual first name. And this is what happened.
2: Congratulations. Thank you, Harvey. Uh, You've earned a master's degree in marketing worked as a model, and recorded an album. So what's next on your list to do? Well, Harvey, hopefully to receive the great honor to become your next Miss Universe. Um,
0: his first um, name is Steve. <laughs> it's not Harvey. Although I do kind of feel like maybe she was trolling him because you'll remember what happened last year sure. at the Miss Universe pageant.
1: Do you think that they would have enough uh, uh, cleverness to be I, to be riffing on that. I want to live in a world where they do. yeah, well, I do too. <laughs> but we don't live in that world calling, I right know. No. But to her credit, i I totally understand because Steve Harvey has the thing where you have two first names. Yeah, kind of Harvey is a yeah. first name. Yeah. So she was probably thinking or whatever. yeah, or maybe that she was being formal and she just didn't say Mr. Harvey or uh, in in some cultures,
0: uh, including, I'm imagining the Thai culture. I know in many Asian cultures, the last name is actually the first name. Correct. So I wonder if she, you know, wasn't clear on that. Whatever, it's fine. I thought it was hilarious. She was very
1: serious. She was
0: very, Harvey, yes. Yes. But in case you are wondering, Miss South Africa won Miss Universe. I did, um, I did like click by it when I was watching television. I there would have been a time in my life where watching a pageant would have just been like the most fun thing and
1: what time in your life would that when would have i was been? younger okay. you know when i was a young girl
0: but i just now is not my time <laughs> so i just clicked right past it you're like okay, okay I have that energy for this right you know now What we'll
1: read about it in the morning
0: exactly and that's kind of what, what we've we just done mm-hmm. all right moving on behind door number two let's see what we've got Number two on the three at 1203. The three things you need to hear to get about your day. Oh, my gosh. Holly, um, we are doing our children a disservice. Uh, And I want you to hear about a family who's naming their child something very interesting.
1: Justin and Jordan Garten live in Fort Smith, and they're huge fans of Olive Garden. They've never bought. They've also bought the never-ending pasta pass to save money there, and their love for this restaurant chain endures. They're expecting a baby girl next month, and with the last name Garten, they're having some fun. Their daughter's name will be Olivia, Olivia Garten, after their favorite restaurant. A spokesperson for the company says they've even sent a little surprise to the Gartens and plan to send food and gifts when Olivia arrives. Dear God, oh my goodness. These are the, this is, Olivia Garten is the name that we deserve in 2017. Okay, say more. Why on earth? Look, I understand that it's a cute pun. Yeah. It's kind of cutesy. But you're naming your child after a middling italian restaurant that i would even i wouldn't even call it italian yes they do have the tour of italy yes they do have pasta like entrees but you are setting up your kid for failure there is i mean a... really you are it's cute but not for real i mean you can joke about it oh what if we named our kid olivia Garden? that would be funny Yeah, but you
0: don't pull the trigger on yeah, that but you don't put that on the birth certificate <laughs> right
1: and like listen if okay
0: two things in reference to what you just said about Olive Garden being Italian-ish, yes. there is a uh, really funny comedian named Mike Berbiglia who says, my family is Italian, but we're like Olive Garden Italian, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I kind of just love it because <laughs> it explains everything. But the other thing is this, listen, if you wanted to get some free swag from Olive Garden by naming your kid Olivia Garten... Um, Like, again, I'm hoping that they're going to think twice about this and get their free swag and then change her name.
1: (laughs) Also, because she's going to have to go through life with the name Olivia Garten. That's what I'm saying, Colleen. You are setting up your child to be teased incessantly. And also, look, if you're going after free swag from a corporation because you're naming your child after it. Aim a little higher, right? Exactly. Than the Olive Garden. Yeah, I mean, maybe name your kid Morton's the Steakhouse. Yeah. McGee. Yes. Okay, like or something could. like that. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of what else
0: has the la- like Garten. You know what else you could do? Name the child after Ina Garten. Maybe you yeah. get some Barefoot Contessa for life. Maybe I mean, she'll come and move in and be your personal chef. That would be nice. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on.
1: And here it is behind door number
0: Well, Senator Al Franken, and this is number one on The Three at 1203, the three things you need to hear to get about your day. Uh, Senator Al Franken has granted his first set of interviews. And here's uh, some of what he said.
2: This is what I'm doing. I'm taking responsibility. I apologize to the women who have felt disrespected. And to everyone I've let down. That's a lot of people. I meet tens of thousands of people. I take photographs at the state fair with thousands of of people. I'm, you know, I'm someone who, you know, uh, hugs people. Um, I, you know, and I've learned from these, these stories that some of in some of these encounters I've crossed the line for some women. And uh, I know that any number is too many. And if they feel that, um, This encounter has been, um, my embrace or something has been inappropriate. I respect their feelings about that. I think women need to be heard.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Holly, I have some pent-up emotion around this. And Colleen, this is a safe space
1: to release those pent-up emotions. I did
0: not like the way he talked. I didn't like the words he chose. the words he chose. yeah, just the I, words.
1: was it the tone
0: too sort of a little bit. and maybe I, I, maybe that's part of what I'm responding to is hearing his voice mm-hmm. say these things. um uh, I have a hard time with the I apologize if these women felt like they were disrespected. oh sure, it's the non it kind of is. It's like, no, I disrespected these women. And I apologize because Mm -hmm. they interpreted or they felt that. Right. They felt the disrespect that I put out. It is the difference between saying and the whole like I'm a big hugger. Okay, I hug people, too. I'm a hugger. I can I don't think I've ever hugged somebody's butt. You know what I mean? Like, that <laughs> yeah, is different. No. I know what
1: you mean. I yeah. know what you mean, Colleen. I, like, yeah. a
0: woman knows or a person knows when their butt has been grabbed, when it has been grabbed it- intentionally. And, you know, there are a number of women who have come forth and said that 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 they had these types of encounters with Senator Al Franken. To say I'm a big hugger as sort of like an excuse felt... Kind of insulting to mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. and then at the end of that, at the end of that statement, he says something along the lines of, um, "How does he say? What, how does he say that? I believe that women should be heard or need to be heard." There was, and I'm not getting the verbiage right, and mm-hmm.
1: I apologize for that. Um, but, but what I didn't like about that, or what oh, felt, here's what he yeah, said. Thank he you. said, "This is what Al Franken said at the thing that we just listened thank to." You. He said, "We have to listen to women and respect what they say." So that's what he said at the end of the clip that we which just Which I absolutely
0: to. agree with, right? I absolutely agree with that. But there is a part of that coming from a, a man that feels like I am giving women the permission to speak and be heard.
1: Oh, sure. Absolutely. I, I read that in that sentence exactly where it's the language of othering women. He's yes. coming to it from the perspective of a man, which is the central uh, perspective of yes. of this conversation and, and, and by this he's othering women and he's a look. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: he's it's like um, it's like the patriarchy all over again. It's I know. like I'm trying to like, get all cultural studies on this,
1: but I'm at a loss for words. But yes. he's coming at it and he's othering these women. Yes. And that's the part that I that is what I'm responding to.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't I wasn't satisfied with that conversation at all. Mm-hmm. And um, he's done a number of interviews. I know he spoke with uh, the Star Tribune. Uh, that one was, an, uh, I think, a uh, conversation with NPR. Right. Um, I know that he had a. Um, I believe it was it Esme Murphy or somebody. Yes, it was Esme Murphy did a sit down uh, interview with him. And I sort of half listened to that last night um, when it was on the news and we were kind of in the middle of some other things. I just I don't I'm having such a difficult time because this is such a loaded, um, a a loaded uh, experience we're having right now Mm -hmm. as a culture Mm -hmm. and um, as women. I feel like it's really important to 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 listen to the words that are being said and, and listen to how, listen to the broader message we're getting. And that
1: felt like I didn't like that
0: message. Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense? No, that absolutely makes okay. sense. And it, it's interesting always to read people's apologies in this apology culture that yep. we have because they're very careful to circumnavigate actual apologies yes. and, and, and they're doing that to save their own butts and i'm sure that lawyers have advised them on what to say and how to say it yep. and this apology i think reeks of that and i think yep. that's what you're reacting to colleen where you just want a genuine hey i'm sorry i'm I touched, a dirty dog I, I, I am gross i'm sorry that i touched your butt and yeah. that's what you're looking for yes. in this apology yeah, and, and that's I,
0: what it's lacking for you i did this thing and i'm gonna learn from this thing versus Um, you know, thank you, Senator Al Franken for giving women the permission to be heard. Right. No, nope. That's not okay with me. So I, I, and I recognize that my reaction is like really inflammatory, but that was the first time I had heard his voice say the words and I I didn't do it for me. All right, moving on. (laughs) When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing in the dirt with the dirt alert here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1.
2: Previously on Jason and Alexis. Playing a little catch up between us and with all of you. It's been a while since the three of us have been back together. This is pink. Did you say Kesha. No, catch up. catch up. Catch up! We're playing catch up because we let me interpret <laughs> you. Oh my God, I just thought you said it. we're playing catch oh, up. I was like, no, this is pink J's. Oh my goodness.
1: Two That's... words catch up. I'm using up. Oh, Sorry am, about
2: that. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
3: No no, you've been gone. This is I a pink have, song.
2: I have missed you so much. Pink. Lex, it's not <laughs> catch up. <it's laughs> Ketchup, it sounds like not- Kesha. We're playing Kesha. Oh my goodness! And then I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden you're just like pink. sounds like Tourette's. Pink. Well, pink, I, I know. Pink, I'm like, Pink. Alexa, pink. Uh, uh, are you just saying a favorite color? What are you doing?
1: Bringing you everything entertainment, Jason and Alexis in the morning
0: with producer Don on My Talk
2: 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
0: We're getting our feels out here on the Dirt Alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Elizabeth Reese is here. Good
3: afternoon. Hi, Hi Colleen. Hi Halls. How are you guys Hi. doing? Is everyone out of their Thanksgiving turkey day coma? No.
0: I keep making bad decisions, but okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking. So, Rub the salt in it. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I add love, some
3: butter. I know. Bring it on! I right? love the holiday season of I eating. Do Don't even think about dealing with any sort of green smoothie until after the holidays. That's I'm talking to point. you, Holly. Put your
0: kombucha away. Just kidding. She, trust me. She t- had a couple bites of the cafe latte cake that we have I in did, the kitchen God. here. I did. Oh, where is it? It's in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I By the way, love it. Yeah, you love might want to take take a different route out oh the door. Oh my gosh!
3: <laughs> I would say that's a great idea. Boy, Meghan Markle is showing off some new holiday bling. Oh my gosh! Oh! Ling Ka Ching, Meghan Markle, um, actress from Suits, and, uh, you know, I mean, most importantly, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast,
0: or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of
3: alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson.
3: She's an American, right. and she is now engaged to British royalty, Prince Harry. It's
0: This is huge and history-making on a hundred different
3: levels. I know.
1: she's a divorcee.
3: I know. And she's a divorcee. That's the other thing. Look at the modern world that we're living in. I love it. And Welcome she's, to she's to not like 18. That's also, yeah. and being given away yeah. by her king of a father. Yes. It's, and brokering some sort of land deal in it's the process. It's refreshing. <laughs> it really is wonderful. So uh, Meghan Markle is sport- sporting a beautiful diamond ring, and what I think is very very sweet is that uh, one piece of history that I do love to see is that there are a couple of ri- of diamonds in this ring that belonged to Prince Harry's late mother, Princess yeah. Diana, Aww. and so that was incorporated into the ring, which I always love to see that sort of tradition and carrying and, on.
0: And also just like the nod to his mom, yeah, um, because also where they announced it was in the Sunken Garden, which was like one of her favorite places. One of her favorite
3: places, that's and that's so where they went and did their little um, photo op, which they called like a photo call or something. Mm-hmm. Isn't
1: Duchess Kate's ring also? So, uh from Princess Diana. Is. That is her
3: sapphire engagement ring that Prince Charles gave to her. Yeah. yeah. So Kate has the actual ring, which, you know, I, I think is kind of an interesting... Right? It's a little bit of a an odd choice. I mean, it's beautiful. It's stunning. And it, of course, symbolizes, you know, the... That relationship. And I think they're family. So that's what it means to William. But at the same time, Charles gave that to Diana. He was in love with someone else when he proposed to Diana. They had a terrible marriage in which, you know, Diana was just brutally unhappy the whole time because Mm -hmm. Charles, again, was in love with someone else the whole time. Yeah. Um. And so that ring is a little bit. It's weird. It's odd, right? It's almost like, I don't know if I would have wanted to give that ring to Kate as an engagement ring. It would have been like, give her an engagement ring and then give her that as a gift to wear on her right hand or something.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm with you
3: but
1: yeah. I'll, I'll, put it it throne. Throne.
3: Yeah, I'll put it on either uh, own. It's beautiful. I'll put it on any hey, hand. I'll put yeah, it on yeah. a toe. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be cool. <laughs> they, uh, details about how he popped the question will be released later. He was asked if the proposal was romantic and he said of course. Um, and their engagement comes the year that marks the 20th anniversary of
0: Princess
1: Diana's Oh Day,
0: wow. I will say I think that this happened a long time ago. Let's be
3: real. Yeah.
1: I think I read reports in The Guardian that it happened a couple weeks ago. Oh for sure. And that Harry just decided that he wanted to take the news public.
0: Yeah, yeah and also probably just decided to go before his grandmother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just uh, that I think would be the hardest part. It's such an odd thing.
3: Yes. I know. And you think about just how times have changed since.
0: I mean, we were even just talking uh, before the show with Dawn. Dawn was like, yeah, I mean, she can't eat shellfish anymore. Yeah, that's what Dawn and I'm like, and what? Alexis told me. And I said, what is the what do they have against lean protein? Yeah, I didn't know this. I had no idea. Apparently the queen like says no shellfish. Boy, the power Power. I know. So I'd be a little bit scared if I can't even <laughs> eat shrimp. I don't know that I want to go to her and be like, hey, granny, I'm thinking I want to marry
1: an American. The shrimp well, cocktail at my Christmas Eve is like one of my it's favorite delicious. things Listen to the other things that they are supposed to avoid the British royal. family, yeah. as what? far as food consumption, they're also advised to avoid meat cooked rare. Oh, oh man, no. what a, that's horrible. So they have bad steak. Yeah, tap water in foreign countries. Well, yeah. that's bad. legit. Yeah. yeah, overly exotic or spicy foods. Oh
3: man, spicy foods are good for your metabolism mm-hmm. and for your taste buds. Yeah, and for your well being. And it also shows that you have strength if you can eat spicy food. <laughs>
0: This is good. I believe this. You know what? I feel like you should send a memo to the castle. (laughs) Yes. Wow, that's fascinating.
1: Tweet Kensington Palace post-haste. I will work on it it
0: immediately. Okay, I don't often bring you
3: guys baseball news here on the Dirt Alert, but I am bringing this to you because it comes with a really big price tag, and I think this is fascinating. So uh, the Houston Astros won the World Series, we all recall, Mm -hmm. and then the players get their bonus checks. And so I bring this to you because I think it's fascinating. Each team in the playoffs Gets a bonus check based on how far they advanced. And then the bonus money is pooled from gate receipts from the playoff games. Oh, cool. Okay? So the big winner is the Houston Astros. Each player gets a check. How's this for your Christmas oh, bonus? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. $438,901.57. Okay. Each player oh, gets it. M we're going to Disneyland, kids. right? Yes, <laughs> according to Major League Baseball, that's Forever. the largest <laughs> bonus ever paid out. The previous record was held by the 2014 uh, San Francisco Giants. They paid players three hundred ninety-two thousand dollars each. The Dodgers, now they lost the World Series, but you know they went really far, so they're still getting a bonus of nearly $260,000.
1: I mean, hey, you wouldn't say no
3: to that. Minnesota Twins, you guys, because uh, the Twins, uh, however far they got, I don't know. I didn't pay attention. But they each get a bonus of $18,000. That's great. So Again? if you see a
1: twins player at Starbucks, yeah. ask for them to pay it forward. Yeah, exactly. I would not say no to $18,000. No. no. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't say no to $18. Me neither. Ball. Maybe eight? I'll say yes to eight. I'll take a little bit of that cake, and
3: um, I will call <laughs> yes. it a day, and I'll be That's our bonus. Yeah. Yay! Uh, we got cake! <laughs> Chris Jenner says her daughter's pregnancies are like a faucet that won't turn off. I don't even know what that means. That's an interesting either. metaphor. And it's just an odd thing coming from someone who has six children. Like, yeah. You set the precedent, you Mom. You set it. <laughs> you have tons of children,
0: right? I mean, I don't know. I don't get them anymore. Well, like, that's a newsflash. I Thank mean, you. I'm happy for them. And have some more children. I don't well, know. Whatever makes guys. you happy. Chris, does anything make Chris Jenner happy besides money? Money, exactly. <laughs> money, 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 honey. Uh, well, when we come back, you will not have the chance to win money, but you will have the chance to win a prize. We're doing the 30 second pop culture challenge. Five questions, 30 seconds. You can win a prize. Thanks, Elizabeth. Three six five one six four one one zero seven one. 6516411071 if you want to play.
1: Go. My Talk 1071. Everything. Four R's, my friend. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rihanna entertainment. We've got
0: five questions in 30 seconds on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk107.1.com we are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainer's off. He'll be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts is here. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds
1: And Holly, who do we have on the line and what are they playing for? Today we have Katie on the line and she's playing for a pair of tickets to attend a performance of Theater Latte does A Christmas Carol Peterson. Woohoo! Hi Katie, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Now, do
0: you know how this works? Yes. Okay, the timer will start when I ask the first question. Are you ready? Okay, yes. Newly engaged Meghan Markle starred on what TV show? Suits. Who sang My Heart Will Go On, the theme to the movie Titanic? Celine Dion. Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley were spinoffs of what 70s sitcom? Uh, That's, uh, um,
2: Happy Days.
0: What is the best-selling music single of all time? Oh, man, um, Pass. The children's book character Babar or Babar is what kind of animal? Elephant. Okay. What is the best selling music single of all time?
1: Uh, ah! Uh, that was a uh, hard one! Uh, oh. uh, yeah, I don't I was gonna guess maybe Mariah Carey's uh Christmas song, but I don't know.
0: Well, you were totally on the right track, Katie. I'm so sorry you didn't win. But the best selling music single of all time is White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Oh
1: uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Katie, <laughs> thanks for playing.
2: Yep, have a good day. You too. You can
0: play that game every day. We do it at 1230, the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I know, I feel bad. That was a hard one. But she was really
1: close. That is true. And now everybody knows the best-selling music single of all time is White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Yeah,
0: so now you can say that at your dinner table, and you'll be the smartest one there. Mm -hmm. And then after dinner, you might want to pop on the TV and see what there is to watch. Because Holly and I watched our fair share this
1: weekend. Who didn't watch their fair share of TV this weekend? If you didn't, you were doing it wrong. Uh-huh. So what did you watch? So this weekend, I watched about four episodes of the new Netflix series, Godless. I just actually heard a commercial for it playing um, on our station. Oh, really? Uh, just uh, during this one of these past breaks. But anyways, it's a new Western on Netflix. And it's executive produced by Steven Soderbergh. And it stars Jeff Daniels. It also stars... Michelle Dockery. You might know her oh, best sure. as Lady Mary from Downton Abbey. Yeah. And it's a really interesting take on a Western, is what I will say. It's pretty graphic. It's violent, but there's a lot going on. You know, it has the classic Western themes. There's vengeance. There's a lot of there's violence that's happening. And there's redemption and all of these kind of sort of a. Uh, western story tropes that are happening but it's actually done in a new an interesting way and the acting is very solid so if you're into westerns and you need a new drama in your life i would recommend godless for you okay so i have to tell you that when you
0: say it's a Western, my instant reaction is, ugh. Oh, I know.
1: I because know. Because in general,
0: I don't, that is not a genre I've ever felt attracted to. That said, when I was in high school, we had to read a Western novel mm-hmm. um, we, of our choice for a project. And I read a Louis L'Amour book and I loved it. <laughs> and so there, there's this part of me that wonders where I got that. Um, that that immediate like knee jerk reaction to westerns because
1: you're thinking of westerns from the 1950s. Probably. You're probably thinking of the Lone Ranger. You're thinking John Wayne. Go westerns. ahead, and make my day. Right? That, that's dirty. Harry. Whatever. Same thing. That's oh, no. Sword. What is?
0: Wait. What is, the, <laughs> what is the? What is the? What is the? Um.
1: What the is the good, Western, the, bad one. And the Ugly? Yeah, but like, what does he say? Is it there a thing? Forget it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but it's not a spaghetti Western like the movie that you're thinking yeah. about, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It's not a spaghetti Western. It's pretty violent. And again, I think that the Western genre, the way that we tell stories in 2017, is way more complicated, way more interesting. So don't be deterred huh. by it being in the Western genre. Also, Jeff Daniels is an amazing baddie.
0: Okay, Jeff Daniels, like Dumb and Dumber Jeff Daniels? Yes. Like like, Jeff, yes. like
1: Harry or, or yeah. Lloyd? No, he's Harry. He's Harry? Yeah, I yeah mean, Jeff Daniels is Harry and wow. Dumb and Dumber, but he is a fantastic villain in this show. Wow, okay, good to know. Yeah, good
0: to know. So it? noted. Well, okay, so I, I also watched some TV this weekend, Holly, and um, I started last night by watching the Kardashians I don't know what I was thinking okay but I was flipping through channels I was waiting for my husband to kind of finish up cleaning the kitchen after the kids went to bed um so that we could watch tv together and I thought okay I'm flipping through I see the Kardashians something about I just like land there and it's like brain candy so in this particular episode um and literally I I'm not joking I watched four minutes of it because that was all I could take was this a new episode I couldn't tell if it was like a special because it wasn't keeping up with the Kardashians. It was like all the card. It was some, you know, who knows or anymore? Were they all
1: sitting on a couch no, together? Because that's know, what their old holiday specials yes, are like. that. They own,
0: they own E now. So maybe yeah. they were and I just didn't get to the part where they were sitting together on the couch. <laughs> uh, a, 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 this is what happened or this is what I saw. Um, there is this apparently uh, like a major Christmas store that they're obsessed with. That they go to every year right around Christmas time and it's their favorite. It's their, it's the best.
1: Uh, So christmas So
0: they all go there or at least um, Chris and Courtney and Kim go shopping and there's this bickering that's happening both in the confessional part and also in the store between Kim and Chris because Kim is so upset That Chris keeps on stealing her ideas. And um, Courtney also last year stole her light ideas. (gasps) It was like one of these moments where I was like, these people, this is what they worry about. The majority of people around this season Mm -hmm. are likely worried about money. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are they going to have enough to get through the season and still do the things that they want to do for their family? Um, They're worried about maybe uh, not being able to get together with their actual family for one reason or another. Maybe somebody's ill.
1: Maybe you have to work on the holidays. Yes.
0: Those are the things that the average person is worried about. And these people are upset because one of them stole the other's lighting scheme I could not handle it anymore.
1: <laughs> this is where you draw the line on the Kardashians. That was it. This is where you've had your epiphany. Yes. That this show is complete and utter garbage. It is garbage. But it does pull you in, doesn't it? It did. It sucked yeah. me it in like the, in. the mothership. Yes. Yeah. Just like in a beam of
0: light. It was like, come to my planet. And there I was. I was like, I'm in Kardashian land. Um It's
1: very seductive. I yes. will give it that. Yes. Because I've been in that same exact position as you have, Colleen. I've just been sitting on the couch, flipping through channels. And then you land on the Kardashians and their Calabasas mansions and their problems that don't mean anything whatsoever. You can completely escape into a world and pretend that you live in a place where the only thing that you have to worry about is that your lighting scheme has been stolen by By your your sister or your mother. All of your wants and desires and basic human needs have been taken care of to the extent that this is where you create drama. Thank you. Okay, well, so I had to write the ship,
0: right? So, like, that happened. I felt gross. I had to write the ship. So, I remembered in the back of my mind, Donnie, Donnie Love from the Lori and Julia Show, has been saying to me over and over again, You gotta watch this show, The A Word. The A Word. You gotta watch this show. It's a great show. It's a BBC show. And um, he said to me, You gotta watch it because the kid um in the in the movie or in the show has autism and uh as many of you may or may not know i have a, an 11 year old who is on the autism spectrum he has very high functioning autism usually known by many as asperger's so my husband and i of course are fascinated by the, it's almost like how do i say this it just sounds debaggy to say but like autism is like on trend in hollywood right now when you look at the spate of of TV shows that center around a focal character who has autism. Mm-hmm. The Good Doctor, The A Word. There's a show on Netflix called Atypical, right? So, so we kind of have been like absorbing these shows and watching them from the perspective of people who are actually dealing with autism in our family. And I will tell you, The A Word, we watched one episode. It was gripping the uh, The theme of how the parents handle the diagnosis of their child, was right on Target. It was amazing. So I highly recommend that show just in general. Where can people um, watch it? That's on the BBC, but you can watch it on um, Amazon Prime for free right now. It's on streaming services. And then, but, but well, no, it wasn't in then. It was before that.
2: I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this
2: is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
2: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: we introduced the kids to the movie elf yeah you did which leads me to this question what movie are you so excited to introduce your kids to, or were you so excited to introduce your kids to from your own childhood or young adulthood? 651-641-1071. What movie are you so excited to introduce your kids to? That's what we're talking about next on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one.
2: Previously, on Jason and Alexis. It's a close up of a picture
3: that Kim Kardashian tweeted out. It's of the ice cubes at her baby shower,
0: embedded in the ice cubes, which are
3: actually really vagina. beautiful.
2: <laughs> that, what? sir, is a big beef Montana. <laughs> <laughs> right That's oh, a happy sandwich. It looks like a cross between <laughs> a Vagine. <laughs> And the little shop of horror plant, first thing it's <laughs> yeah, It does. <laughs> I think the problem is, is that the roses are like uh, a beige color, and then it goes up into pink. I think oh, yeah. if it was just a solid red rose, it would not look like a bun
0: with beef,
1: you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) A bun beef.
1: Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer
0: Don on My Talk 107.1. The radio home of people you would want to be stuck talking to at a party. My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. What movie are you so excited to introduce to your kids? That's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley show on My talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainer will be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts is here filling in. And 651-641-1071, what is the movie you are so excited to introduce to your kids? Holly, I um, last night, Matt and I decided this is the night we are going to watch Elf. With the children which I think is a wise
1: decision that you made yes
0: it was if like tis the season I realized on Friday that I had not yet allowed my kids to watch this movie and it's like one of my favorite holiday movies Mm -hmm. and so we had some spare time last night and we thought okay well let's just do this and they were kind of hemmed and hawed at first the kids did because they didn't like they don't they're like we don't like your movies from when you were young I'm like, "What what do you know about them?" "Mom, you're old." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but we did it anyway, and sure enough because you can't not love, well, you can. I suppose Donna Valentine doesn't like the movie Elf. She well, she didn't the first time she saw it. Uh she thought it was juvenile, but whatever, it's a good movie. And they of course loved it. And so then my husband and I had a conversation about what other movies do we want to introduce our kids to? And of course, you know, we've always had like the classics, like Goonies and that kind of stuff in oh, mind. Yeah. Um, But we just have never I don't think they're ready for Goonies yet. I mean, there's ones they're just not ready for them yet. And you forget some of the things
1: that you want to share Christmas vacation with them. But but they're not ready ready for that yet. Yeah, And you
0: do need to like you have to pre-watch them like you have to pre-watch Goonies because you think it's a lot more innocent than it is. Oh, there's a lot of swears in that movie. Oh, yeah. So six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What is the movie that you can't wait to introduce to your kids? Richard. Hi, how are
2: you? I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Richard, what is the movie you can't wait to introduce your kids to?
2: E.T. Oh. Every year right? my daughter says, I'll watch it when I'm three. I'll watch it when I'm four. I'll watch it when I'm five. But she's terrified to watch it.
0: So oh, I remember.
2: She I will it when she's six.
0: Okay, well, you know, or seven or eight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Richard. Thanks for your call. That ET, I remember just like being in awe of that movie. It's intense. It is. I also remember the emotions of it. like I remember crying so hard.
1: Oh, I who know. didn't cry so know. hard at ET Oh.
0: That'll be a good one though to share with them. Hi, Sherry. Hi. What so movie I- What movie can you not wait to share with your kids?
3: So actually, I'm a grandma. Mm.
0: I hope
2: I'm allowed to answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My daughters are grown. you
0: may answer. Grandchildren,
2: three and a half old twins, and then uh, one year old. Anyway, if my daughter doesn't introduce this movie first, I would like to. The Sound of Music. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Oh. (laughs)
0: Thank you. I'm going to put that on my list as well because that is a really good. That's a classic. I feel like we watched the musical and I may have accidentally ruined them.
1: Why? Because you sang along to it and you embarrassed them?
0: No, because it was the one with Carrie Underwood. Oh. The one that they did on NBC. Parent fail. Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> you know, I had high expectations for it. It They weren't met. But I thought, well, this will be a great way to get them excited. Nope. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm nope. sorry you Parable. had high expectations for that. Me too. <laughs> I mean, Learn my lesson. Hi, Melissa. What movie are you so excited to introduce to your kids?
2: Just this weekend, I introduced my 13-year-old to planes, trains, and automobiles. That is so good. I forgot about that one. Hilarious. And he's just old enough now where he's understanding some of the innuendo, and we both laughed so hard. It was awesome.
0: Okay, so can I ask you a question? Did Mm -hmm. you pre-watch it? I mean, 13, like, that's a pretty, you know, decent age, but did you pre-watch it in case there were things that you had forgotten
2: I, I didn't. My husband, um, reminded me of the scene with the, um, the car rental lady Yes, where she, where she tells him that he's f Yep. and, uh, I kind of went, well, yeah, that's probably a little much, but I just let it go. And
0: I don't know, he knows not to say those words and we just laughed. It that was awesome. is awesome. Thank you yes. so much for your call. Uh, and then let's go to Emily. Emily, what is the movie you can't wait to introduce your kids to?
2: Um, well, I I already did. Oh but yeah, what, what was it? I that? could not wait to do it. Um, was the Muppets Christmas Carol? Oh, so oh,
1: good! That is so good. <gasps> I gotta write I, that down. I had, I had her watch it, and then I took her to the Guthrie to see the actual <gasps> show. So oh, that's So it gave her a little bit of context and a way that she could understand it, and she very much enjoyed it.
0: That is so cool. How
1: old? Oh, now she's twenty four, but, but this was clearly a long time ago. Like, yeah. Second grade, I watched. Okay, okay.
0: that's great. Thank you, Emily. That just, what Emily just said made me think of the fact that, so we watched Elf last night. Yep. My husband and I decided that every Sunday leading up to Christmas, we're going to play, we're going to show the kids one of our favorite Christmas movies. Which
1: is such a fantastic idea. Kind
0: of fun, right? Right. And I totally, so like we know, we already know that next week we're going to do the Christmas story. Mm -hmm. um, Because they're at a great age for that. And then I think we'll do Muppets Christmas Carol the following week
1: with my guy Michael Caine. Oh my gosh,
0: that's right. I forgot. Holly loves herself some Michael Caine.
1: And he's a good Ebenezer Scrooge, too. I mean, really? I I mean, what other? Okay, so I've already
0: shown them Home Alone. Okay. what other Christmas movies that are like I said, Christmas vacation, that's too much like we can't we're not there yet. But like in the home alone sort of elf Muppet Christmas Carol genre or like, you know, that level. What am I missing? What else can we what other Christmas movies can I uh, can I show to them that they will kind of help get them in the spirit? Is anything ringing any bells for you?
1: Uh, Nothing's ringing any bells. That's the tough part. For me, because I don't think that, I mean, nah, they're not old enough for It's a Wonderful Life. Right. And they've probably already seen the Rankin Bass, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm assuming that is. Yep, exactly. Charlie Brown Christmas. They've seen that. Yes. They've seen Frosty the Snowman, all of that good stuff. We can't do love actually. That's too mature. Gremlins. Might be a little rough for them still. True, but uh, Die Hard, not okay. Not okay, <laughs> although great movie. I also like the version of Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a good one. From the 80s. This that used true. to be one of my favorites. Okay,
0: yeah, people are now calling yep. with with really, I'm sure, very good ideas. Um, But yeah, I just, this is, we're, we're good for like the next couple weeks now, but I do need to start looking for some other Options, Polar Express.
1: I don't think they've seen that. Yeah, but that's weird. Is it? Colleen? Okay. It's in the Uncanny Valley where it looks really unsettling. Okay. No also, thanks. don't go for the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol version either. I mean, even though it has one of my other favorite old British guys, Bob Hoskins, rest in peace. <laughs> I don't recommend it.
0: Okay. Okay, Okay. I'll take that one off the list. I'll still build that list. If you have any ideas for me, send me an email. Just go to the show page at mytalk1071.com and uh, shoot me an email with a really good idea because I need to build this list. Okay, when we come back, there's been a royal engagement and we have to talk about it. There's so much to unpack and we're going to be unpacking it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on mytalk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything.
2: Rock, Flag, and Eagle!
0: Entertainment.